Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. <laughs> So All much right. happening in the studio already, and the show hasn't even started yet. I know. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill. Boy, do we have a show for you. We are putting it together as we speak. Just off the air, we decided to uh, debut a brand new game today. Called the Pumpkin Spices Rack. Yes, thank you, Ginger Justin, for a wonderful game idea. You know, I had passed around some stories this morning, all having to do with pumpkin spice because it is pumpkin spice season. It is the time of year when Apparently. everyone goes, "Oh my God, pumpkin spice is already in stores." Pumpkin spice uh, is all—it's coming out earlier and earlier every single year. It's, it has Christmas fever. You people love that pumpkin spice. I, Here's the thing: <laughs> I do enjoy pumpkin spice, but I think it is something that I—I kind of stay in the closet about. Like, I don't freak out about it like your people do, but I will say it's it's not bad. But it makes us feel so cozy. Exactly. So cozy. And so cozy. <laughs> now, when you like pumpkin... Would, um, but like at, at Starbucks, they'll have different kinds of like pastries and stuff like that. And I mean, you give me a carbohydrate and I'm happy. So generally those kinds of things. But I don't know, like what other things do they pumpkin spice that you like? Oh, I don't love... I'm not a big pumpkin spice person. Okay. I, I'll, I Katie might loves have, it though. Oh God. She has imagine. bought pumpkin spice. For me to put in our recipes. Oh, she has purchased actual the like the actual spice. I remember when pumpkin spice started. I was a barista. I think I was this barista this that first year, and like we had like this pumpkin spice uh, syrup that we would put into the yeah. lattes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, people could really get away with a lot with this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they could really go off the rails. You can put it in anything, uh, and people do. And and you know what? Everybody has. A desire to to drink the Kool Aid in the pumpkin spice world every single year, especially going have, into fall. You, you have to. Was last night. No, it's tonight. It's, oh, it's tomorrow tonight. night. It's tomorrow night. My Uber driver yesterday said to me, um, he was like, "Have you seen the moon?" He was actually a really handsome, older guy, and I thought he was kind of flirting with me. Um, I mean, have you seen the moon? Is definitely the gayest. Well, line I ever. mean, <laughs> he was making a lot of eye contact for me to be in the back seat. If you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> yes. Um, but he was like, "Have you seen the moon tonight? It's really beautiful." And I looked out the window, and like it, the moment I. Thought I thought, oh, Goddess Moon Circle must be tonight. <laughs> That's literally what I thought. <laughs> it is true, yeah. I mean, we got the weekly, the what is it, bi-monthly email or bi-weekly email saying, "Have you been manifesting all of your desires? It is time to uh, concentrate on the fruits of your labor." And in Moon Circle is tomorrow night at eight p.m. sharp. So I will be there. So it's of the night after the full moon. Well, it's a different night every time. I mean, it's every two weeks, so it's every new moon and every full moon, but. Sometimes the space isn't available. You kind of have to cheat a little bit. But on the full moon ones, people bring their... (laughs) No, no, no. I'm being serious. I'm actually fascinated. Okay. People bring... (laughs) Oh, you just heard what you were about to say? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Now you have to say it. Uh, Well, people bring crystals to recharge It sounds weird while say, I'm saying it, but it's true. Go ahead and finish it. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so people bring crystals. This happens legit, not just at the goddess moon circles. People do mm-hmm. this anyway mm-hmm. around full moons. You right. can take your crystals and you put them out in dirt or you bring them to the moon circle to recharge them because the full moon has... <laughs> All right, I sound like an idiot. We have a great show you guys lined see, up for you. You guys can probably hear the look on my face. I, it's just that steady nod. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I'm even doing it for mm-hmm. you. Exactly. <laughs> um, there's a lot of going on in the world, of course. The big, big uh, controversy as to what the poem of on the 
Statue of Liberty means, which is something that is, I didn't think there was any debate around that, but apparently not. Uh, it is Operation Pasta Pass Day. The Pasta Pass what will be available time. yeah, it, to purchase within the hour. I believe 10.55 Pacific, 1.55 Eastern is when the, uh, the, the waiting room opens up. I wonder if there's some kind of coinciding Pasta Pass season and pumpkin spice season. Why don't they have pumpkin pasta passes? Well, I was thinking more of a pumpkin spice pasta pass. <laughs> that also sounds disgusting. Yeah, so we're clear. Only pumpkin spice pasta. Oh, God. Oh, it's the only thing you can It's oh. a $2 pass. All you can eat because <laughs> it's disgusting and no one wants so it. Like half a bowl and be like, I'm good. I'm actually really good. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we are going to be following along. Oh, you're bringing more. I oh. have the countdown right in front of me. It is 43 minutes and 30 seconds away. So if anybody wants to play along, you can go to pastapass.com. That is what we will be monitoring throughout the show. So, Emmy and Justin will also be monitoring. Yes. So we're clear. All of us will be on the website trying to get the endless pasta pass. Um, we're doing the hundred dollar one because, like, let's not be crazy. Okay, the five hundred dollars for a lifetime. I, I don't know if I said this on the air yesterday or if I said this off the air, but I'm like, I enjoy an Olive Garden once every other year. But mm. if I live to be five hundred years old, I don't know that I would spend another five hundred dollars at the Olive Garden. Yeah, I, th- I mean that's what they want, though. That's what they, they want are. us to make our five hundred dollar lifetime pasta pass worth the purchase. Yeah, it's that's one true. of those purchases where in the moment you're like, oh my God, I'm getting the deal of a lifetime, literally of a lifetime. And as soon as the screen says approved on your card. And then you see your statement the next (laughs) month. You're like, what is wrong with me? What did I do? As soon as I pull that card, as soon as I pull the chip out of the machine, it's going to be like, what did I just do? (laughs) Uh, That's definitely a purchase that my wife would be like, Allie, what the hell? is this. But then she'd probably be using it all the time. But then she'd be like, let's go to Olive Garden. This is great. Okay, so uh, we have a great show lined up for you. Uh, Pumpkin Spice... Pumpkin Spice's... Wait... Pumpkin spices, right? The pumpkin right. spices, right? The pumpkin spices, right? Our endless pasta pass. We're also <laughs> going to be talking to Dr. Jen Mann later in the show. Of course, news it or lose it. There's a service animals update now. A certain animal is allowed on planes. This is absolutely getting this on you. More and more ridiculous. Also, kind of makes me want to fly more often. I'm. Comp- I saw this headline and I thought. That damn Allison Johnson, <laughs> member of the Trump administration. No. I just, I can't, I, the service animal thing is like, oh my God, let uh, it go. But yeah, the, the new animal that's going to be on planes is ridiculous. Yes, it is. And it's not snakes, just a hint. <laughs> I well also it, upstairs have been doing work upstairs uh, on the on the DL without anybody knowing because there's not a lot of office space around here. So I've been hiding in a cubicle upstairs. Are we going to do that next? There is a woman. Okay. That has there's some kind of health problem going on that I'm I'm a little worried that I need to step in, <laughs> so we will talk about that when we come back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill, and welcome to our new followers, D's Nickas. Whoa. On Twitter. Wow. Okay. What? Okay. Embrace. Hold on. Her thing is embracing change amongst new adventures. Um. Okay. Also welcome Meggie, aka at Diverse as One on Twitter for joining us. There's so much happening right now. And at Tumbledees. I cannot finish the D 
in that. I, it's not radio friendly. I'm sure it's not. But welcome to all those new Twitter followers. And I have a Twitter update. I earlier posted on D, uh, at DTS show on Twitter. If you're not already following us, please do. I just tweeted a little preliminary excitement about our pasta pass and how we are now 28 minutes away from joining the waiting I room. I think we need some dramatic music for that. And... Who did I hear back from? None other than Olive Garden Twitter account oh, really? itself saying oh. good luck. Oh, that's it. They're jackasses. Hey. Screw those guys. Why are you saying they're jack? Oh, but yeah, but the Twitter account might be that you don't know who that guy is. Well, or I thought who they that, were going to that girl is. I, I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm just being bitter because I wanted them to give us one. <laughs> Give it well, to off us. the air, I was like, I have a cool update, and you were like, did they give us one? I was like, no. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I definitely I like squash my update. I s worded all over your you did. your update. I'm sorry. I was so happy to hear from them. They said good luck. I think that that they're is probably good luck. working overtime today. That's true. They probably are. Twenty four thousand pasta passes to give away. Um, right. Also, if you uh, go to our Insta story right now, um, <laughs> the when finally came on, uh, and producer Emmy started pumping it in yeah. the studio and um something happened yeah, and uh, yeah. you should go to our insta story there and were see what's being made there were uh, ali johnson was moving in ways i've not seen her move before uh so go to our insta story at uh, dts yeah. show and see what happened and also um justin had some moves they were disapproving moves but they were moves nonetheless <laughs> they were so um, go check all that out at dts show yes. on instagram so you were upstairs okay so i've been working upstairs for a number of weeks because i get here early to avoid the traffic and right. then i look look up stuff for the show and whatnot there's not necessarily an office space for me. I'm just finding any kind of empty cubicle right. up there. Uh, it's it's like the Wild West up there. You know, I just kind of went to a, an empty corner and I've just been kind of posting up there. Right. There are other people that work around me, but I have no idea who they are. I never see them. I've right. never seen one person actually in the flesh. I can just hear their voices. <laughs> This While is I'm already, working. this is already genius. It's like, like my own little private morning show. Yes, but it's like just the office mundane conversation. Right. There is a woman who has been getting steadily sicker and sicker ever since I started working in this cubicle area. She is. She started off with like, I think I'm getting a little something here, and the other guy's like, Oh yeah, I know. We'll drink a lot of echinacea or whatever it is. This and is then, such a sitcom. And then, yeah, but it's like your typical kind of office conversation. Then the next day she comes in with like, <coughs> oh, yeah, you know, I think I'm and I'm hearing all this each day. It's been three weeks. This woman is still going to work and she sounds like she has black lung. I mean, no. I walked in this morning and. <laughs> This is constant, oh constant God. stream. Oh my! We should it, check on she, her. She has not taken a day off. I'm so worried about this woman. I don't know what to do because I don't even know who she is. If I saw her in face, the street, you wouldn't know her. Yeah, I wouldn't know. This is very sitcommy. Like the idea of the neighbor who's like through the paper thin walls, like having sex <laughs> on the other side of the wall or something, and then you meet them and you're like, oh my god, what's going on? Exactly, but serendipity not, minus the sex plus a, a hack with a, just a lot more phlegm. Yeah. So I've, I've just I, her coworker has now become more 
worried about her and has been telling her to take a day off and telling her to see a doctor, but he's doing it in this really polite, like, oh, oh no. you can hear their interactions about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Where I didn't she's realize like, that. <laughs> and he's hey, like, are you okay? Are you, are, you, are you sure you don't want to go home? And she's like, no, it'll be. It'll be fine. I, it's much better when I'm in the shower. And I'm like, oh I'm my sorry, God, this what? woman, what? Oh no. And she's like, she, <laughs> she might have was like walking earlier and she was going, it's just, it's because it I took the stairs. <laughs> and he's she like, might have like right, walking well, pneumonia or something. Yeah, that's what I mean is I think that what at this do? point it's been so long that oh, she no. must have mono or pneumonia or some kind of a long term illness. I, I I think we need to WebMD what's going on with this I'm woman. I'm sure WebMD is exactly what she needs <laughs> right now. Oh, no. I feel bad for her. I hope she's not, like, really... It sounds like she's really sick. I mean, she's getting steadily worse. At least a bronchitis worse. kind of thing. I was even thinking to myself, well, last week, I was like, okay, well, over the weekend, she's going to get some rest. You know, she's yeah. going to take care of herself. And then on Monday, she's going to be right as rain. Monday... Worse. Tuesday, worse. Wednesday. Now, it is now Thursday. And she is wrong as hell. She's wrong. She's wrong. Oh, I just realized. She's on death's door. It also sounded like I said wrong as hell, but I said wrong as hail, because you said right as rain. You see oh, what you did? Oh, But it, it sounded like hell. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Well, I mean, thank you for supporting me. If there's a doctor that's a listener, <laughs> if you could just call me. If you could diagnose, that, seven, seven, call diagnose with that cough. Can you play the cough again? If we, we, just, can we get it up one more time. These are the symptoms, just so you know. Exactly. Just, we need to know what's happening here. If you're a doctor, please call us immediately. If, that was a real... No. <laughs> Let this woman work from home. Eight, right. 833-77-CALL-Q. What is wrong with our, our fellow uh, intercom employee? Our mysterious co-worker. Yes. Okay, coming up, we've got a whole lot of show coming up. Um, the Statue of Liberty, apparently, the poem on that statue is up for debate on what it means, the, what who it's talking to, what they're talking about. Um, and I can give you a, a, a hint. It's probably some racist bull. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming so next that. on Drop the Subject. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Apparently, the Statue of Liberty's words are being called into question. I think that idiocy is spreading. Jeez. It's a. It's a. <laughs> it's like or a it's plague. Coming out of the woodwork or something. Yeah, because between the Statue of Liberty junk and whatever Trump is saying at any given moment, and the Steve King. Words that were just spoken. It seems like we're just doing kind of an idiot roundup right now. Well, I would say Steve King is one of the great minds of our time. <laughs> oh, um, okay. And in a, in a very yes means no and no means yes kind of way. Got it. I mean, Jesus. Okay, so Ken let's Cu- start with statue. With Ken Cuccinelli, who has the most laughable last name. Um, I love calling him the Cooch um, because. <laughs> Cut it's to the ju- Daily Cooch exactly. with Ken Cuginelli. Hi. Cut to Justin running to the dump button if he yeah. were here. He's not here. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. I said the Cooch. Okay, so <laughs> Ken Cuginelli um, was talking about the Statue of Liberty when he was on CNN, and the Cooch said, I'm going to say as many times as I possibly okay. can. Um, the, Aaron Burnett was talking to him about immigration, um, and they were talking about the Statue of Liberty, and the Statue of Liberty has a long poem on it um, That's uh, that includes the language, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse uh, of your 
teeming shore. Send these to the homeless. Tempest toast to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. And basically it's, you know, everyone is welcome. It's right. kind of the, the idea that comes it's from kind that. of the point. Well, Ken Cuccinelli, the cooch, um, says, well, of course, that poem was referring back to people coming from Europe where they had class-based societies where people were considered wretched if they weren't in the right class. And it was written one year after the first federal public charge rule was written. And like he goes on and on about how this is about Europe and it's not about welcoming other people. And it's like, um, this is really what you want to hear from the person who's over citizenship and immigration. Right. So he but. So what is he saying about the classes exactly? That if you were a low class, then you were trying to come into America? I believe that's what he's trying to say. Here. This is one of those things where it's like, why the hell are you even saying this? Like, so you're saying it was just for low class Europeans? I, I'm not, I'm not even clear on what he was trying to like, make out of what this. What does that even mean? I just, I just, this man is so ridiculous. And like the idea that you would say this in a time like this, where everything, where so many people are talking about race and immigration and, you know, the, the Southern border and black and brown people coming across that border. It's just like, shut up. Like, well, and I think it just speaks to what's the conversation that's now being had with green cards where, and the, uh, the people that are getting funding when they, when they get here, mm -hmm. because there's this whole question of like, well, if you're coming into this country and then you're burdening, America with needing food stamps, then you don't deserve to be here. Yeah. But I, and like the food stamps thing is always an interesting conversation because it's always passed off as if food stamps are, you know, something that black and brown people are just using at ad nauseum. But like, white people use food stamps more than anybody uh, else. Yeah. And I've used them. Yeah. I mean, I have as well. And so, like, um, but like, that is even frustrating and infuriating. And so it just. I, I when I hear this, it's one of those uh, kinds of statements that is like so overt and like so clear and defined where it's like, you know what you're saying and what you're doing and you know how this is going to be received. And then it's funny to have people go through these these statements and justify why it's not racist. Exactly. <laughs> like people have to really break it down and be like, mm, no, okay, no, 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 that's not what I was saying. No, 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 no. That's not what he meant. Well, the biographer too. the uh, there's a biographer named Esther score. Yeah. And she did a, uh, she, she uh, did some analysis on it. She did an analysis on it. Yeah. Because she uh, studied this poet who wrote, who penned these words. Mm -hmm. And it says, uh, Hold on. Biographer Esther Score, uh, author of Emma Lazarus, said that the poet's words were meant to encourage Americans to embrace the poor and the destitute of all places and origins. Uh, so that comes from an expert who knows the person who wrote the poem and did a whole book on it. Which is, I mean, really how that poem has always been used, right? To say, like, we welcome everyone into America, even if we don't actually welcome everyone into yeah, America. Yeah, because we came here in the first place and we were not welcome, and then we killed everybody who <laughs> was exactly. already living here. Exactly. Okay. Yes, then... you did, Allie. Yes, you did. <laughs> it wasn't me! Yeah. <laughs> so then Steve King comes along. Yep, he tops it all off, and he says, he uh, apparently told the West Side Conservative Club on one... <laughs> Which, I Which, mean, that I mean, sounds like a bastion of diversity and I inclusion. didn't get this in my weekly uh, email in your from white, them. In your white email? <laughs> the, just the white email yeah. newsletter? Hey, you're white. Want to subscribe? <laughs> exactly. He said, what if we went back through all the family trees oh, and just pulled those people out that were products of rape and incest? Uh, would there even be any population of the world left if we did that? <laughs> 
<laughs> Considering all the wars and all the rapes and pillages taking place and whatever happened to culture after society, I know I can't certify that I'm not a part of a product of that. Um, to which I'd say, okay, incest, sure, we understand that's been going on for a while. There's a lot in the royal family. You know, over the course of hundreds and hundreds of years that's yeah. happened over the course of time. Uh, I don't know if there's any excuse for rape, though. Okay? Like, yes, there was rape and pillage, but I don't think necessarily we should be like, it, well, that excuses it, right? I mean, because we wouldn't even be here if it weren't for rape. Listen, Steve King, he might be right. He could probably be the product of inbreeding. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. What's the countdown, Jarrett? We are currently at uh, two minutes and 50 seconds away from the Endless Pasta Pass. From the waiting room. From the To join the waiting room, right? The waiting room opens at 1.55, um, which means we are about seven minutes and 40 seconds away from actually being able to obtain the endless pasta pass from the Olive Garden. I must tell you, I'm using all of my news skill, <laughs> all of my breaking news voice for this for incredible event. For the never-ending pasta pass. For the never-ending pasta pass. Because <laughs> it's back. Because... <laughs> Baby got oil. And this year, 50 exclusive lifetime pasta passes. <laughs> That's not even a sentence. It's, yeah, and I, this year, more pasta passes. Right. The details are you'll have nine weeks of an unlimited serving of pasta, sauces, and toppings from our never ending pasta bowl menu, plus unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Oh, unlimited soup is something that's the my soup's that's, actually really good. That's my favorite part of this entire thing. Yeah. If I could just have endless amounts of soup for the rest of my life. And it would probably be half the price. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. So we are moments away and one minute and forty seconds. There is somebody who bought an Olive Garden Unlimited Pasta Pass and uh the, the they have a, there's a whole article here about how they are going to save $10,000 by uh, utilizing this well, to the utmost right degree. There. The fact that you might have spent $10,000 at the Olive Garden, <laughs> there's an invoke song that starts off with, ooh, your first mistake was going to the Olive Garden that much. Simmer down, buddy. So then this is like the, the sequel of Super Size Me, My right? God, it's yes. Like somebody who eats Olive Garden straight One minute, for a four year. seconds, by the way. One okay. minute, four seconds. This person's name is Jeff Berman. Of course, of course his name is Jeff. <laughs> and he says, I cannot tell you how excited I am. I'm going to get $10,000 or $11,000 out of this card because I will eat there at least 10 times a week. Here's the thing. Also, I'm realizing... This is over the course of nine weeks you would have been spending $10,000. Right. Not over a lifetime. Right. Jeff Berman, you have issues, bruh. Yeah, I know. Uh, the pasta pass may provide quite a deal, but that doesn't mean it's always easy. Both uh, Jeff Berman and his friend ate at Olive Garden multiple times a day, every day to achieve their goals, helped by the fact that the chain has locations minutes from their home, so you have to map out exactly how many locations are around you. 20 seconds. <gasps> okay. Let's... I just 15 I, okay 14, yeah so we're 13. all we are all on our respective devices waiting to get into the waiting room not even to get the pass yet but to just get into this waiting room five four, four three, three two, two 
one. Okay, is it gonna turn green? I'm okay, I just joined. I'm in. We're all, are you in? Okay, I'm in Allie's too. In. Are you in, Justin? Justin's nodding that he's in. We are four minutes and 53 seconds away from the never ending pasta pass. Emmy, I need to know how are you feeling right now? Talk to us <laughs> about this moment. As we approach never-ending pasta, this is exciting. I don't know, Coach. I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ready to help some people out exactly. here. Exactly. Exactly. Ready to do some philanthropy. You okay. Know? I'm All right. Ready. Allie, talk to me. What is this feeling like for you right now? Well, I think I have first day pasta pass jitters. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, a little bit of indigestion. Yeah. <laughs> that will okay. probably be made worse by I more pasta. A touch of the acid reflux, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just a little something in the back of my throat. Yeah. 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 It, it's, and it's not pasta. No. To be clear. It's definitely. Not. Justin, this is a big moment. We're four minutes and, not, and 11 seconds away from the never-ending pasta pass. Tell me about your feelings. I'm getting pre-meat meat sweats. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, I have some degree spray-on deodorant. It, it's 24 hours that it works, so if you need it. And how are you feeling, Jared? You know, I've never done the pasta pass. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a new experience for me. Uh, we're three minutes and 50 seconds away from something that I've never been able the, to be a part yeah, of. Yeah, you this don't know community. the result, so it's, it's like the exhilaration and the not knowing. I'm just waiting for this buy now button to go from gray to green. Um, This is a big moment for everyone at Olive Garden. I'm sure their digital team is scrambling. Yes. So for anyone in their cars who is not able to keep up and not visit pastapass.com, we are in the waiting room and it says that the buy now button, which is what the next next screen that we'll have to go to is buy now. Uh, We have to click on the buy now button when this timer runs out. The buy now button will activate automatically when the countdown hits zero. Once the sale begins, 24,000 people will get the chance to purchase a pass. Do not forget to opt in for the opportunity to upgrade Most important the is, lifetime pass for $500. Most important is this last bit. Do not hit refresh. Oh, it's so difficult. I want to so bad. We are exactly three minutes away by, from being able to get the never-ending pasta pass and uh, having some fun with that. Don't go away. We're coming right back. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Um, we've Update. been in, we've been in as I said breaking news coverage of the Olive Garden endless pasta pass. Um, this has been a moment. I, I in mean, my life. I, I am still on a little bit of a euphoric high. I think off I'm, of this. I'm a little bit short of breath, honestly, just a little bit. Okay, so to catch everybody up, I know that this was all happening during music, which is a little bit hard for you. So here's what happened. You've probably spent the last six minutes thinking like, what is going on? You probably had to pull your car over. I know I did. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it worked. Here's, I know I did. <laughs> Make it a hashtag. I don't know. So the the clock ran down. Everybody, all four of us. No, all other four of us. Yes, there's four of us. All four of us. <laughs> me, Jarrett, Ginger Justin, and Emmy were all into the pasta pass waiting room. Mm-hmm. When the clock ran down... Our buy now buttons lit up. We all clicked. And only the white people got in. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Only the white people got through. Mine said sold out. Justin clicked his after me and got through. <laughs> just want to be clear, Olive Garden is racist. So just to confirm, they were on the list of, of businesses that we thought were supporting 
Donald, Donald Trump's Trump. re-election, and this just goes with that theory. So, but what's awesome about it is, well, we'll explain why it's awesome in a second. But go ahead. Well, they let a gay through. Well, they they let a lesbo right. They let a lesbo slip through. Right, but 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 this. We make this okay at the end, so okay. go ahead. So I was able to quickly enter all of my personal information and my credit card, which mm-hmm. I'm, I was actually in the middle of texting and explaining what was going on to my wife. But I was able to purchase a pasta pass and reach the screen. Congratulations. Get ready for nine weeks of never-ending pasta. Now... Once I was able to get to the, a really it, hot the detail audience. screen. <laughs> really hot audience. They are thrilled. <laughs> this is the Price is Right audience. We yeah. actually stole them. Yeah, CBS. well, we got them for later, so it's fine. <laughs> but when I was clicking, because I had six minutes to go through with the purchase enter, everyone's uh, the information, my credit card, all that good stuff. And then as I was going to click purchase, it said, are you sure you don't want to opt in for the lifetime? Hell and yeah, I'm a sure. lifetime is $500. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I can explain the $100 purchase to my wife. I don't know if I can explain a $500 purchase, but all but then Ginger Justin chimed in and said, "I'll pitch in." I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, Come on. I'll pitch in. Let's do it. So then As I move my hair, my, my dumbass decided to say, <laughs> "No, I'm not sure. I don't want to opt in." I then switched over to, "Yes, I do want to opt in." So, I have I have in front of me, "Congratulations, get ready for 9 weeks of never-ending pasta." I have selected the pasta pass. Then it says, <sighs> "Make sure to check your email on August 16th, which is tomorrow, to see if you are one of the lucky 50 selected to upgrade to a lifetime of pasta. Endless pasta await. Yes. Now. So may I? Yes. Okay. So we said that we think that the Olive Garden is a little Trumpy, right? A little, a little lean righty, um, which is a little lean wrongy, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, Linguini righty. Yeah. Uh, no, that was bad. Okay. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, P.S. If you listened to yesterday's show, we ended with the whole eh thing. <laughs> Justin, very, very brilliant work on the podcast name episode name. Really, I gotta look at the spelling. Eh, with an, an emoji thing. It's really oh great. Good. Um, okay, so we knew that this company is probably a little bit Trumpy. So we thought, why? not? not shirk the system and get this card and give it to a trans person in need. And here on the station, uh, a little while back, we got an email from a young woman who we won't name, um, but we she was going through some difficult times in her life and was trying to uh, get some help and, and was wondering if the station could help her. And so we th- yesterday in our show meeting, we thought it would be really cool to reach back out to her and say like, hey, if we got this pass for you, would, would this be something you would want? And she was like, I'd absolutely love that and it would be really helpful for me. So we got the pass and we're giving it to this young trans woman. Yep, we put uh, it in, in her Angeles. name. Yes. So it's going to arrive. I forget how long this takes to arrive. but I think it's a few weeks. I think yeah. it's a few weeks. But once it arrives, I would really like to have a, a moment where we're able to give it to her on the show. Absolutely. And uh, and yes, when, when she wrote to Channel Q before, you were very, very receptive and you found some resources for her because I believe she'd been uh, kicked out of her house. I mean, yeah. there was a whole thing. She was on the verge of being homeless. There's a lot of, of, of hard of stuff that she was going through. Difficult things going on with family and yeah. uh, a, a death in their family. And and her, her letter was really, really um, difficult to read. It was a, a hard time that she's going through. So anytime we, I mean, 
we can eat binge binge eat all the carbs we want on any given day. That's that's the privilege that you and I get, yeah. right? But she doesn't necessarily uh, she she's fallen on hard times, and why not help somebody and give this to somebody who needs it? Yeah. So, congratulations. We have worked hard, and we have f- f- secured the endless pasta pass, and we are giving it to this woman. And F Trump. Tr- uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Donald Trump can bite me, and um, <laughs> you know, even if this money will go to Donald Trump, it will also be helping. Uh, well, I mean, they're not giving him a hundred dollars from our hundred dollars, but um, but it will go to help a young uh, Latina trans woman that I'm excited about. Absolutely, so. I'm excited too. We did something good today. We did, we did. I'm excited about that. So coming up, we're a little bit behind for news it or lose it. We've got news it or lose it headlines coming up. Ali's got the headlines. I get the votes. You get the news. That's coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. Still coming down off that pasta pass high, but we must move on with the show and we must give you our headlines for this round of News It or Lose It. Jarrett, do you have your bell? I have the headlines. Here's your first one. Early, uh, you've heard of an early bird, but what is an extreme lark? Um, lose it. <laughs> Headline number two, Sophie Turner shares how she thinks Game of Thrones should have ended. Ooh, you know, I was a diehard on that show, so absolutely. <laughs> From the last season. <laughs> Headline number three, Hugh Grant says Paddington 2 is the best movie he's ever been in. You already know that's a lose it. <laughs> it's like, I guess Bridget Jones was trash. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Headline number four, how Jay-Z helped the NFL ban Colin Kaepernick. What? Right. This is from The Atlantic. Oh. And then, oh, is that bad? No. And then headline number five, sure, there are sharks in the ocean, but there's also the occasional 43 barrels of weed. Great. All right. <laughs> so we, we will be using you've heard of the early bird, but what is the extreme lark? How Jay-Z helped the NFL ban Colin Kaepernick and sharks in the ocean? Try 43 barrels of weed. All that is coming up in a few minutes. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. News it or lose it. Let's get to the actual headlines. We did our selection and here, Jarrett, are the fruits of your labor. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right. Sophie Turner. She played Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones. R.I.P. Game of Thrones. We knew you well. I know a lot of people <laughs> we were We dis- barely knew ye. Yeah. I actually knew ye so well. Quite well, actually. Uh, actually, but I still kind of didn't, because even when I rewatched it, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Oh, you've seen it twice. I've only seen the last season. The only reason good. I watched it twice was because I was about to hit play on the season premiere of season seven, mm-hmm. and my wife said, you know what? I want to start watching this show. <sighs> and I had to start watching from episode one. Season, season one. one. Oh, yes. So I watched all of the other ones uh, leading up to the season seven, which actually was very helpful for me because I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know who anybody is. I used to do that with Scandal every season. I would oh, go yeah. back and watch like the last season so I could be up to date on what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, it's important. So there are going to be some spoilers here for the final season of Game of Thrones if you have not seen it already. I don't know what you're doing, why you're waiting, but... 
here's the deal. I have a few ideas. Well. Here's what's going on. I guess because everyone said it sucked. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So Sophie Turner, in a in a recent interview, revealed what she thinks should have happened, and she said that the she would have liked to see Arya kill Cersei. It, yes. And to which I was like, I yeah, I, yes, I think everybody wanted that to happen. To be clear, for those of you that are new to the show, I did not watch Game of Thrones. I started even watching you were like... on the second to last <laughs> episode of the second to last season, and then I watched through the end, and I was like, wait, that's how this bitch gets to die? <laughs> like, I was so let down, and I had no context for why she was an awful human being. Yeah, like getting killed just by a bunch of random rocks. Was definitely a letdown. Like, come on. Uh, she said, and I would like to have seen Sansa and Cersei reunited, or Arya and Cersei reunited. And this is where you probably don't know a lot of the background nope. leading up to why they hate each other, but there You're is right. a lot of. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I don't know. But there is a lot of lead up to. I mean, Cersei screws them both over so many times, okay. and so much of their family gets killed and all this stuff. So to have either of them reunite, either Arya and Cersei or Sansa and Cersei, would make a lot of sense. So the fact that that reunion never happened is a bit of a bummer, even for Sophie Turner. But there were so many ways, she says, the story could have turned out. Uh, She says, despite all of that, she is in agreement on who ends up taking the Iron Throne. She said, I suppose it's not really the Iron Throne anymore, tee-hee-hee. I think that it's true what Tyrion was saying. Bran holds all of our stories, and we can't move on unless we remember our history. Daenerys had to die. Cersei was a mad queen. Arya is too much of a free a spirit. mad queen. Channel Q. <laughs> Channel Q. Sansa probably... She was a good queen. No, not really. Yeah. Sansa was probably... Uh, would not want to rule the Seven Kingdoms anyway because she wanted to rule the North and defend the North. So I really think Bran might have been the perfect person for the job. Uh, so that's that's that. You know, hmm. I think that Bran, when they announced that he was going to be the head of the Iron Throne, everyone was like, oh. Yeah, well, it just felt nice. like, like <laughs> I mean, we had all this buildup knowing that it should be John, it should be John, and then I was like, he's going to go like rule the night people what is it called the white <laughs> the walkers watch. The, that thing and it was like so you're just gonna go send him off into the woods like mm-hmm. what good is that and there's not gonna be a spinoff about that like what the hell I know and then everyone wanted a, a spinoff for Arya because she was just kind of venturing into I think like, North America or something and they are like nope we're good with that yeah, like, no, no we're not gonna do anything we're actually gonna follow a storyline that nobody gave two craps about thank yeah. you wow it's really hard to not find the word sometimes isn't it uh, yeah but uh yeah it was again for someone who did not even watch the show that finale was really whack all right let's talk about weed in the ocean shall we <laughs> why not uh i even when i'm hiking i always talk about this i always want to be the one to discover something whether it's a woolly mammoth tooth or a femur or whatever it is the same goes for the sea I would love to be the person who discovered the 1,300 pounds of baled marijuana that was found off the U.S. Co- uh, by the U.S. Coast Guard off the coast of Catalina Island, which is very close to here. Somebody spotted bales of what he or she believed were narcotics floating in the water, and the Coast Guard and the co- county lifeguard crews arrived on the scene. They ended up finding 43 bales of marijuana worth an estimated $1 million. I don't know what they were what? trying to catch with that. Interesting Holy bait choice. Nikes. Why did 43 bales of marijuana just need to be floating around in the ocean? I'm guessing they like fell off of something, right? Like there's How probably someone like... How does that much fall off of a boat? Well, yeah, I guess the question is like, why was it on the boat? But then like, it's going to be high times on the seas. Get it? High seas. <laughs> the high seas. Uh? Yeah. 
Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Very positive uh, responses coming in on Twitter at DTS Show. If you're not following us at DTS Show on Twitter or Instagram, please do. There's all kinds of fun stuff. Us dancing to one of the gayest songs ever on Insta Story. And then on Twitter from Candace Gray. Uh, tweeting at DTS show Allie, Jarrett, Ginger, Justin uh, and I'm, I'm just going to add in Emmy there I love you guys so much that was an awesome gesture gifting that Olive Garden pasta pass that's very very nice I'm glad that you enjoyed that as much as we did she also said earlier Olive Garden is our Christmas our birthday and anniversary gift every year and Aww. tomorrow's dinner date light uh, date night. Don't laugh. I am being serious. I'm not mad at it, girl. Get your life. <laughs> no. I want pasta for all occasions. I mean, I think so, yeah. all of us want pasta all the time. It's just about making those hard life choices each day. Absolutely. You know? All right. Continuing on with News It or Lose It, we've talked about Sophie Turner. We've talked about Barrels of Weed. And now let's top it all off with Jay-Z and his relationship with the NFL. So, of course... I'm skeptical about this one. So. I, yeah, I mean, upon reading it, it's it's a little bit... The headline's like, a little misleading? Well, yeah, a little bit. It's about him being kind of... Contra- he's contra- he's being hypocritical, basically. So when all of this stuff with Con- Colin Kaepernick was happening, when he was kneeling during the anthem, when he was getting banned from the NFL, he, Jay-Z was very supportive of Colin Kaepernick. He wore his jersey on Saturday Night Live. Even on one of his hit songs, he wrote, uh, once I said no to the Super Bowl, you need me, I don't need you. Every night, we in the end zone. Tell the NFL, we in stadiums too. He's been very vocally with Colin Kaepernick from what we could see. Now he is working with the NFL and specifically Roger Goodell on a deal with his record label. So NFL announced that they, the NFL announced that they are working with Jay-Z and his record label and the deal would give Rock Nation, the music, uh, the music moguls entertainment company, significant power in choosing the performers for the league's signature events, including the Super Bowl halftime show. Jay-Z and Rock Nation will also help augment the NFL's social justice initiatives by developing content and spaces where players can speak out about the issues that concern them. I'm not mad at this. So, yeah, I guess upon reading that, you're kind of like, oh, I can see why people would be upset because you're like, why are you doing business with these guys when you were against them in the first place? But if he's partnering with them to change all of that, then that's something different. This is uh, an outrage that I feel like might be, well, I don't know how much of an outrage there is, but this is an an upset that might be unfounded because we've been railing against the NFL for years. I probably wear like a boycott the NFL shirt all the time. Um, And if the NFL is trying to do something better, then I'm here for that. Like right. that's what we've been asking if you to do. If they're going to make any so kind be of progress, yeah. then that's that's good. Kind of like when we're talking about during Pride, when companies were like, it was super commercial this year with the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. It's like, yeah, but we've been asking all these companies to recognize and appreciate and celebrate us, and then they do it, and we're like, well, you're just doing that because we've been yelling at you about it. It's like, yeah, that's that's the point. That, that's what we're asking. <laughs> exactly for. right. right. So. Uh, well, it says Ka- Kaepernick's girlfriend Nessa De- Diab wrote on Twitter that Kaepernick did not speak with Jay Z before he brokered this deal 
deal with the NFL. Jay-Z said that yesterday he spoke to Kaepernick, but he would not divulge how the conversation yet but uh, went. But a source close to Kaepernick, I hate that, a source, right. speaking on the condition of anonymity because of the sensitivity of the topic, said it was not a good conversation. But it was all smiles yesterday between Jay-Z and Roger Goodell. They don't. Uh, we don't want people to come in and necessarily agree with us. We want people to come in and tell us what we can do better, said Goodell. I think that it's... Oh, there's uh, plenty. <laughs> I think that... Yeah, there's plenty. Why don't we start with... Um, I think that's the core element of our relationship between the two organizations with Jay and I personally. Yeah, I don't think uh, every every time there's a moment like this where some a company has or an organization, because technically the NFL is a nonprofit organization, which is its own scam. Um, but whenever Wait, they, it's a nonprofit organization. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Are you going to be mad at me when I start doing fantasy? What do you mean? Like fantasy football? Yeah, because I do fantasy football every year. Oh, yeah, I'm already judging. It's fine. No. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, with stuff like this, it's like uh, everyone doesn't have to agree on the tactics to being able to affect change, right? So, like, if if the goal here is to have some kind of social justice coming out of the NFL, like, I'm here for it. Do we still hate the things that the NFL did to Colin Kaepernick and to, um, you know, uh, the way that they handle their black and brown players and the way that they deal with domestic violence and women and the way that they deal with all uh, kinds of different that, things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we're still upset about it's that like, and we can still rail against it. This person was accused of, of domestic violence, but of we're just going to keep them. And, uh, but, exactly. you know, they have the aggression needed to win games. Exactly. So we're just going to kind of keep them around. Are we yeah. frustrated about how many of those owners are Trump supporters? Are we frustrated? You know, like, there's plenty to be upset about. But if there's something good that they're doing, like, we can... We can we can chew gum and walk at the same time. So um, we've got more news that are losing stories coming up. And nope, just, that's it. That's what we got through with them all. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for Drop the President, right? Drop the President's coming up next. Um, how are the presidential candidates practicing self-care? That's next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. The radio's back on. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Drop the Subject. Yes, I'm Allie Johnson, Jared Hill, and we are getting into Drop the President. Yes, but first, I want to shout out all of our brand new stations. We are in six new cities this this week. Um, we are in New Orleans on B97's HD2. We're on Milwaukee's 103.7 KISS FM HD3. Pittsburgh y- Y108 on HD3. Philadelphia 96.5 TDY HD3. Detroit 98.7 The Breeze HD3. And Norfolk. We're on um, 104.5 on HD2. So shout My out personal to- favorite. Yeah, I know. You love saying Norfolk. Um, and <laughs> Justin's like, uh, wait. <laughs> and he's like, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's how it's pronounced. It is. It's true. Um, And just also a shout out to, we're thinking of everyone in Philadelphia. I know we were on just starting yesterday. We've only been on there less than 24 hours. And there was a very crazy situation that That happened yesterday. That eight hour standoff. So I'm really glad that no one was, I mean, there were several officers that were injured, Injured. but no one was killed. Yeah, yeah. It started happening right as we were going into our, we had like a meeting after our show yesterday and um, the headlines came up. So I'm thinking of everybody there in Philadelphia. um, And also welcome to the Channel Q family all of you there um, listening on 96.5 um, on HD3 and also want to shout out um, make sure to check out our Instagram we've had quite a morning here um, with the endless pasta pass coming up a little bit later we have this the pumpkin spices right um, which <laughs> this is a jam-packed it's show it's a jam-packed trying show trying to diagnose the woman upstairs with mono exactly or I think it's bronchitis pneumonia <laughs> bronchitis pneumonia yeah, yeah that's a bad one exactly <laughs> 
<laughs> or she just ate it at Chipotle. Bronchita pneumonia. Bronchita pneumonia. Pneumonchitis. That's even grosser. We'll figure it out. Um, yes, but it's time now for Drop the President. Drop the President. Literally every time I hear that sound, I'm like, what is happening yeah. on this show? Uh, so there, this is uh, how the Democratic candidates are practicing self-care. Of course, that's not the only thing going on. And with the 2020 election right now, they were just, just announced that John Hickenlooper is out. Praise the Lord. And uh, I, I'm now I'm finally not seeing pictures of Bernie Sanders shoving a corn dog into his mouth. So that's always good news <laughs> for me. Channel Q. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I was in an Uber this morning and I think I was telling you that my I think I was saying off the air my driver this morning was like a super Bernie supporter and I was like oh okay great that's great she was super liberal hates Donald Trump like she's an older white woman probably in her 60s named Ina and she was super sweet and playing classical music and like just yeah good old Eans (laughs) Um, not not the Barefoot Contessa I want to be clear Um, not Ina Garten but yeah (laughs) she she said to me she was like I never refer to that man's name I just call him Agent Orange and I call him like she calls him all these different agent things. orange I like, I lo- yeah, you yeah. do have to come up with code names for people that you really despise especially yeah. people that you can't avoid yeah oh yeah because saying their name on a regular basis when you express and or vent about them just makes it more stressful kind of grating mm-hmm. yeah okay so this is how some of the Democratic candidates are practicing self-care. Now, there are several people here doing things that I think would qualify as self-care. There are a couple that I don't know would really qualify. For example, Bernie Sanders, who just gets ice cream. I mean, if that's not self-care, I don't know what is. I mean, I guess getting the occasional treat for yourself that's like comfort food could be considered self-care. I mean, you go for No no Way Thursday. Is it Thursday? Is that today? <laughs> It is. It's yes. No Way Thursday, right? That's it's No Way Thursday. It's No Way Thursday where you can get your frozen yogurt and they don't weigh it. It's just, it's just like a flat if rate. If they ever did an endless frozen yogurt. In Calabas. Uh, Emmy's like, wait, what's it's happening? Called, it's called Peach Wave. <laughs> it's worth the drive. It's out in Calabasas. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I need a No Way Thursday. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if they did, if, if definitely, if they did any kind of endless froyo pass, I would spend. The oh money my on gosh, that. yeah. Okay, 100%. they say Joe Biden um, said that, that his team said that the candidate frequently stops along the trail to get ice cream as well, um, which appeared to be a form of self care. They say Cory Booker. Um, he engages in spiritual practices and I believe he also meditates. He's got a lot going on. He said he wakes up, he makes his bed, he sits in meditation, does a little bit of study, gets exercise. That's all very, very self-carry. It's all very presidentially too. All of those things except for the exercise are things my wife does. John Delaney gets, <laughs> John Delaney um, has been working out whenever he can on the campaign trail as his form of self-care, which basically says to me like they didn't know the answer to the question. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like... like- I I don't what I don't know we got to take a quick break when we come back we got more of the ways that the candidates are practicing self-care and I wonder if you're practicing self-care if you are give us a call 833-77-CALL-Q 833-77-CALL-Q let us know how you uh, how you take care of yourself we'll be right back drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject 
The new Channel Q. All right, two hours down, two to go. We've done so much in the past two hours. If you we missed really anything, have. we really have. I I'm feel like it's been an nap. eternity. Yeah. Uh, if you've missed anything, please download the podcast. You can do so later tonight. Drop the subject wherever you find your podcasts or on radio.com. If you're not already, uh, please download the app, radio.com app. You can ha- you can listen to all the different programming here on Channel Q and beyond. And if you're at home and you want to listen, all you have to do is talk to your smart speaker. She will listen to you and put on whatever you want. That's her job. That is literally all. what she's here for. She's there to listen to you. So just say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Cortana, or hey, Google Home, or whoever. I don't think Cortana. Does she not do anything anymore? Is Cortana Does she been re- is retired? She a speaker? She's a smart. Sp- I think she's a s- smart. I thought something. Cortana was the the assistant like that used to replace Clippy. <laughs> really? Sure. I don't know. Ask her to do it. Say Cortana, do is what I Cortana said. Is Cortana the new Clippy? Yeah, yeah. She's been the Clippy thing for years. I just remember when they when they debuted Cortana at like the CESD conference, mm-hmm. it totally failed. Of course, like they did some kind of big presentation. Like, and now introducing Cortana. Hello, Cortana. Blue. Cortana. Hey. hey. Cordy. Yeah. Cortana. Court. Cortana. I know you hear me talking to you. <laughs> and then she's like, hello. Hey, what's up? How about without the tube, Sorry, please? I was asleep. <laughs> okay. Let's finish off how the Democratic candidates have been practicing self-care. Self-care is one of the big buzzwords of 2019. So, of course, it goes without saying we have to check in with the people who are running for, for president this year. Uh, well, I guess formally next year. I mean, what? They're running now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they're actually, if we should tweet this out there is a video of elizabeth warren physically running for president there's <laughs> she was at some kind of a barbecue or i don't know what the hell she was doing it's probably in iowa and uh she was literally running and there is a meme now being made of her running, running and high-fiving people yeah she's running across some lawn or picnic area I and high-fiving everybody her. thoroughly <laughs> enjoy her actually running for president i want the final three candidates from the democrats to be elizabeth warren kamala harris and Marianne Williamson. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, I, just want, I would pay for that lunch. I you know, would, when they ask you, absolutely. like, would you, like, living or dead, who yeah. would you have lunch, want lunch with? She would definitely be one. All three of them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving on. Kirsten Gillibrand. Now, she's some. How does she practice self care? Is it just with pumpkin spice lattes? <laughs> she kind of gives me. Doesn't never she mind. give PSL vibes? <laughs> she really does. <laughs> like, she's one of the girls in my mind that is all about PSL. All like from September first to to November second, like she is all about the and, pumpkin spice, and would like ask for the supervisor if it wasn't made properly. Oh my god! And, Hi, and, excuse me. Yeah, no, no, this isn't like actually, I don't want to be mean, but this is not correct. Actually, <laughs> actually, she's the person who comes into Starbucks and is like, yeah, I actually ordered online the jug of the pumpkin spice flavor <laughs> in those big plastic containers. Exactly. I spoke with the manager. Okay, it, I... it's in the back. It has my name on it. <laughs> No, it's Kirsten. Kirsten. Not, not Kristen. It's Kirsten. Lord. Kirsten with a K-I. Thank you so much. I'll wait. <laughs> okay, Kamala Harris. I don't know why she deserved that. She didn't deserve uh, that. She didn't, but she does kind of give off those basic bitch vibes, I will say. All right, Kamala Harris actually goes, this is the most like what I do. She goes to spin class and she cooks for herself, for her self-care. I like to cook my meals. Mm-hmm cooking is very therapeutic for me I really enjoy it and uh, spin class I don't really know how I fell into that but I do do spin classes mainly because it's a free thing that's offered with my gym but she said uh, she told the New York Times magazines the cut last year that she works out every morning often at soul cycle 
Yikes. Then she was asked for comment when SoulCycle's owner uh, announced that they were hosting a fundraiser for Donald Trump. And she pointed out saying personally, she was personally devastated about the event, but that she would never boycott a business because the owner decided to support a party. Well, so that's the distinction that we talked about yesterday, right? Like me leaving Equinox. It's like if they had given to a party, that'd be different. But if they're having a fundraiser for Donald Trump, that's distinctly different. Yeah. So I disagree with her there, and now I'm not going to vote for her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just I cannot <laughs> stand for that. I'm Over kidding. Soul Cycle, exactly. Yeah, no. I'm. I mean, I get it. it everyone has a personal decision to make about that. And yep. I think it's also uniquely difficult to um, work out when you're traveling as much as presidential candidates are, um, especially when you're trying to find like the same gym that, where you have a membership or whatever, or you're always working out in a hotel gym or something. Ugh, I agree with That's you. It's got to be uniquely challenging. It's really difficult. Yeah. I I was Anne Frank and Anne Frank the Musical. Many many years ago, Where and I was on going? the road. I was well, oh okay. <laughs> I was traveling on the road for several months, and I was playing Anne, oh, who is supposed man. to be malnourished and on the brink of starvation. But by the end of that, I was the fattest Anne Frank you've ever seen because <laughs> I was only living off of hotel and fast food. I definitely did not see where that story was going at first. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, you you played Anne Frank on. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Got it. I got, got it. it. Got see it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, Tim Ryan regularly meditates, practices yoga, and does Orange Theory. And Tom Steyer, the liberal billionaire, he says he gets an exercise in every day on the road, at the gym, or on the tennis court. Just yeah. Um, t- tennis t- is such a highfalutin way of exercise, like well, self care. T- I'm just, just self care like, by just drinking. Tom Steyer, like Noé Chandon. Good luck, buddy. Uh, yeah. He's gonna not be president of the United States. <laughs> um, coming up, we've got to take a look at what just happened with Ilhan Omar and Israel. Why has she been banned and why has Donald Trump like cheering it on? Cause, yep. Well, uh, again, because he's a jackass. But uh, we've got that. <laughs> and News It or Lose is coming up. And then we've got... Gay Gay Cray Cray. We've got Gay Gay Cray Cray. We've also got a new game. You know, we've always got a new game. It's so much called, to do. It's so called, little time. The game is called The Pumpkin Spice is Right, and it's equipped with music, and Justin's been working for hours. All that's coming up next on Drop the Subject right here on the new Channel Q on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared Hill. And I'm Allie Johnson. And we are on the radio machine um, talking to you about things that are happening in all of creation. Um, we were totally prepared and ready to go. <laughs> in all of creation. In all of creation. <laughs> that should be our new catchphrase. In all of creation. Telling you about things going on in, in all, all of, of creation. creation. Um, also, we want to shout out to the six new cities that have joined us here on Channel Q. This month, it is Norfolk, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm trying to say Norfolk. This one. The Norfolk, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Detroit, New Orleans, and Milwaukee. We're very excited to welcome you all to the Channel Q family, where we're giving everyone a voice. Ah. Um, and also want to uh, encourage you to follow us on, so- on the social medias. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. We've been pretty active today. We've got some fun videos in our Insta stories of us here in the studio. Um, Along uh, with the Pasta Pass saga. The Pasta Pass. Um, also, Allie um, really breaking it down um, to one of those jams that we're playing on the, on the, on oh, yeah, the show yeah, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, really giving the business to a chair here in the Sober. studio. Sober. <laughs> 
I can't even believe myself. Yeah, I guess we should part. Maybe include that part. Um, yes, she was sober um, when we were doing that. Um, this has been a really jam-packed show. I'm going to need like a real nap after the show. Oh, that sounds great. Um, okay, so one of the things that happened today in creation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, in creation. Meanwhile, back in creation. Um, Donald Trump is, can, I can't say the A-H word, right? <laughs> A-A. Yeah, you can. Well, you can say a hole. That's probably the I can say a hole. Yeah. Okay. Um, why? Why is it so difficult? But for you me? can say ass hat. Ass hat. Oh, hold up. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just such a jackass. Like, okay, so Donald Trump has been encouraged. I'm not. I don't want to spend too much time on this story because it's kind of infuriating, but it's it is important. Um, Donald Trump has been railing against uh, for. Uh, black and brown uh, congresswomen for, you know, a long time and calling them the squad and has uh, encouraged Israel to ban ban Representative Omar and Representative Tlaib um, from visiting. And then Israel did it, which is ridiculous. And um, he's his tweet said, you know what? I'm not going to even read his tweet, but he's basically saying that they hate Jewish people and the country of Israel. I believe he said that they hate all Jewish, all people. Jewish people, right? all of them, which is interesting that he can, he can spot racism from someone else when it doesn't exist, but not in himself when it does. Hmm. Um, but I also wanted to um, read, I got an email from um, the, the Senate majority leader, um, minority leader, excuse me, Chuck Schumer, and he released a statement saying, uh, denying entry to members of the United States Congress is a sign of weakness, not strength. It will only hurt the U.S.-Israel relationship and support for Israel and America. No democratic society should fear an open debate. Many strong supporters of Israel will be deeply disappointed in this decision, with which the Israeli government should reverse. Um I just think this is outrageous mm. and it is ridiculous and it is infuriating and we are watching our country deteriorate every single day. <laughs> like we are. Really I mean exactly, really uh, exciting. Well, what I hate about what I hate about this situation is taking something and then making a complete sweeping generalization about it and mm-hmm. then that generalization is actually being taken seriously. Like taking somebody like who what was it Ilhan Omar, who said something that that people were debating was might have been anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. and it was like okay, but then you can take that and then you completely blow it out of proportion, and then you decide that means that she hates every everyone who's Jewish, and that means that she's completely anti-Semitic. You should never let her in the country, and then to have that perspective actually being taken seriously sure. is what's infuriating. Yeah, I, I mean, full disclosure, like Israel is not one of the my areas of expertise and so I don't pretend to like have all the the ins and outs of of what's happening and and how that how it all works. But Jared, um, that is part of creation. That, it's a part of creation, so we have to talk about it. <laughs> um but, you know, uh, I know uh, Representative Omar and Representative Talib have, you know, expressed support for Palestine, which a lot of people have. Um and that can be seen by some as being anti Israel, and right. I think it's important to remember that I can be pro me without being anti you, right? I can support one thing without hating another. Just and like I, we can hate Donald Trump without being anti-American, exactly. Or you can hate the war and be pro the troops, or you can be, you know, I can be pro-black and not anti-white. I can be pro-gay without being anti-straight or whatever. Um, and I just think this is a perversion of their positions, and I can't say what I feel about Donald <laughs> Trump sometimes, but um, I think. 
he is he's dismantling our country. I tweeted yesterday, like, if a person really hated this country and hated what we stood for and hated everything that we were becoming for, and then that person became president, how would it look any different than Donald Trump's presidency? And I don't think you can tell the difference. Well, I mean, I did read a headline this morning that said that if we do go into a recession... That would be a big problem for his reelection. It absolutely would be. And I mean, I, there are many indicators and we're working on getting someone on to be able to kind of explain this because yesterday there were some major indicators that a recession is coming. And, you know, people have been talking about this for about a year um, and major companies have been, you know, holding off layoffs or starting to lay off a lot of people because it does seem like a, a recession is coming. So we're trying to get someone that can come in and kind of explain that for us. Um, but a, a recession would definitely be hurtful to him. And he will have done it to himself. He will have done it to himself with tariffs and, you know, the crazy foreign policy stuff that he's been doing. Yeah, and it would have been a really quick turnaround because the economy was doing really well when he got elected and then into even a year and two into his presidency, everyone was like, oh my God, everything's going so great. But this will also- But it's not because of him, it's because of other stuff. If we just look at our lifetime, we're both 34 years old. Every time a Republican has been in office um, as a president, the economy has turned down and every time a Democrat has come in, they've had to turn it around and gotten it boosted. When George Bush (laughs) to Bill Clinton, that was his case. When it went Clinton to Bush, Bush to Obama, Obama, to Trump like every single time that happens there's there's a pattern yeah so we'll take a quick break when we come back we're going to completely shift gears we're going to pick it up we've got the pumpkin spices right coming up on drop the subject don't go anywhere drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q drop the subject the new channel Q <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, so, Allie. Yes? We just got this email uh, on our website at wearechannelq.com. You can always contact us there. Um, uh, the subject line, the name is from Holy Warrior for Jesus Holy Trinity. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to have time to read this, unfortunately. It's very, very long, and there are Bible verses, but I do think we should read this tomorrow. Yes. No, it's a thrilling email, um, just full of love and light of Jesus Christ. And just a tiny bit of help. Fire. Just a tiny bit, and by in a very teens. tiny and a very yes means no, no means yes kind of way. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much, um, uh, Holy Trinity for Jesus, Holy Warrior, excuse me, for Jesus, Holy Trinity. We really appreciate your email. Yeah, uh, Holy Warrior for Jesus, Holy Trinity does not get a free pasta pass. They do not. But their email address is. He- <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty Ginger sure this is a, like no. Nope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a fake email address. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. But anyway, let's get into the game we've been waiting all show long this is pumpkin spice is right jared nally come on down oh my god i got selected i love this game thank you bob <laughs> yo quiero bob barker oh god my, my grandma when she tried to get on prices right that's the t-shirt she wore yo quiero bob with, the, with, the, with the little chihuahua on it <laughs> Little did I know I would meet the man who played the Chihuahua in the commercials later on in life. Oh, because you're a voice actor. Yeah. Of course you did. So Taco Bell is genetic for you. It is. <laughs> All right. So how's this going to work, Ginger Justin? So this is going to work. I'm going to name you a real pumpkin spice item and a fake pumpkin spice item. Most people would say we're playing this game too early. It's August, but they've already we've got spam. 
They're bringing back the lattes. Wait, so is the pumpkin spice spam, that's a real thing? That's real. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so... Certainly your people. Starbucks has already announced that they're coming out with pumpkin spice earlier than they normally do. I believe August 24th is when it's coming out. So it's before fall even begins. Before some people are even in school, they're going to be able to get pumpkin spice. Before the weather even changes. We're still in heat waves. Exactly, yeah. Well, not in L.A., but in a lot of the country. So... Yeah, right, there's, a lot, there's a lot of white, uh, basic white bitches who are like in their scarves and their Uggs exactly. and holding their scolding oh, hot yeah. latte like, this is fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I mean, I did wear a jacket today. So. <laughs> I mean, beanies are year-round year here yeah. in, in, the, in Los Angeles. Okay. So, Justin, you're going to give us a fake product and a real product. And, and we, we have to guess. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Do we have like a, a dinger or a bell or something that we're doing here? You have bells. Sweet. Okay. All right. Item number one. Uh, Mexican chili pumpkin mole. <laughs> or. Wait, it's a pumpkin spice Mexican yes. mole? Okay. Pumpkin spice mole. I uh, love that. I was going to okay. say mole is inherently Mexican. So, but okay. Or condoms. Okay. Oh, I know which one is real. I do too. It's the condoms. It's the condom. It's it has to be the condom. I mean, pumpkin spice mole. Oh, well, I did I, that. <laughs> I don't know that I would not order a pumpkin spice mole burrito, but I'm going to say, yeah, definitely. Actually, as I think about it, I feel something coming up in my throat. <laughs> so I'm going to go with... Channel Q. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's the condom. Condoms, final answer. Are you serious? What? Correct. You just... You are serious that... Uh, you just did the wrong... Yeah, you did, it's wrong. You go over both wrong. Oh, but you said correct. Correct as in I'm serious. It was very confusing. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So the mole is the real? The mole is real. And the condoms the not? The condoms are not real. There's not a pumpkin spice condom? That... I looked. I couldn't find any. Really? Okay. We're looking for Channel Q merch. <laughs> Listen. Oh my God. That's going to be the Channel Q merch. Pumpkin spice condoms. You know how like radio stations always do free earplugs and CDs and stuff. We'll do free pumpkin spice. Our logo is perfect to be on a condom package. It is perfectly round. Perfect. Okay, go ahead, Justin. Deodorant or nasal spray? Oh God! Oh my God! It's got to be the deodorant. Right. The idea that either one of these is real is disturbing. I feel like I've seen pumpkin spice deodorant before. Nasal spray. Nasal spray has got to... That'll clear your nostrils, though. Yeah, but I'm also thinking, like... Because they say that taste is 80% smell. So I'm like, oh, but if you sprayed a nasal spray... It's got to be the deodorant. It's got to be deodorant. Okay, deodorant. I get what you mean. Final answer. It's deodorant. Yes! Woo! Okay. Oh, man. I'm we were like, wrong again. I was going to be like, I was like, going to say, the people at Nasonex need to chill out. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> With Antonio Banderas doing those Antonio commercials. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> when you're getting Nasonex, you need to have it with pumpkin spice. Very good. Thank you. Really? Okay. Pumpkin spice cat litter <gasps> or pumpkin spiced mayonnaise? Oh, God. Okay, these are getting grosser and grosser. Um, I'm going to say it's the kitty litter. I'm going to agree with you. Because I'm thinking pumpkin spice mayonnaise. Like, I, I have seen, like, flavored mayonnaises lately. And there was, like, a... I want to say there's, like, a bacon. They're aiolis. Well, <laughs> but aioli, I feel like, is a different thing. Because now I'm thinking... I saw an avocado mayo. I saw... It has Sriracha to be the, cause, mayo. Because people would, I could see. Yeah, I could see uh, pumpkin spicy mayo. Yeah, pumpkin spicy mayo with but sriracha think, and pumpkin spice. I think people on an avocado. <laughs> we're kind of towing the line there. <laughs> but right, the basic bitch in me wants it so bad. Okay. okay, I think it has to be the kitty litter. Agreed. 
You guys are good. It's kitty litter. Oh, yeah! nice. Okay. Okay, I gotta um, get How many more of, of these do you Two have? Two more. Okay, so when we come back, Justin's got more of the pumpkin spices, right? Can we get one of the two? And we'll we to will think guess about on the other over the side. break. So you want me to read two? Just give us give us another pair. Yeah. Hummus and tissue paper. <gasps> oh. Oh Lord. Oh, that just got a little interesting. Take that with you. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Holy crap. <laughs> my headphones turned way too high. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh, God, that that was shrill. This is up there with the new uh, Blues Clues theme song for oh, me. Oh, yeah. I, we haven't played that in a minute. Yeah. Um, I you, One of my nerddoms is loving TV theme songs. The Price is Right is one of them. Press Your Luck is one of them. Oh, that's and that, a good one. that game show's back. Um, I just want them to do it with a live band, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Um, Would you attend a concert of just TV theme shows, songs? If it was like a full orchestra, like really giving them their due, yeah. absolutely. Like one of those big Game of Thrones things where yes. there are whole orchestras playing it with there's the a, thing? There's a video, because uh, I also love like news theme songs, and there's a video, <laughs> I'm really in the weeds here, um, of <laughs> John Williams and the full orchestra recording the NBC News um, <laughs> nightly news theme song. Really good stuff. <laughs> Really good. I don't stuff. know if I'm with you on the nightly news theme. I'm gonna, songs, I'm gonna but find I'm with it for you on you. TV shows. It's for, if you like orchestral music, which I don't generally, it's pretty strong work. <laughs> what about news it or lose it? Um, you know I love that damn song, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Tickets to attend news it or, or lose, lose it, it in live. concert. Exactly, the news it or lose it tour it's is the here. shortest show you've ever been to. <laughs> All right, let's continue on. You gave us one to think about, Ginger Justin. The game is pumpkin spices, right? Where we're basically, ooh, excuse me, we're not really doing. You burped prices. into the into a segment <laughs> I last hiccuped. yesterday. I um, so we're not doing real prices right rules where we're guessing the prices. We're actually just doing it for the namesake. So we're just guessing whether or not we just the pumpkin the spice yeah. item is real. And what was the one you gave us to think about over the break? Hummus or tissue paper? Okay, so I, I had a question. When you say tissue paper, do you mean like the tissue paper you put in a gift or a tissue paper that you like wipe or blow your nose with? I'm going to keep it vague. Whoa. Oh, the disgust and disdain for this man. I'm going <laughs> to... Jesus. I'm going to go ahead and say that it's like toilet paper or... You think so? Yeah. I don't think that it's gift tissue paper. While I think it would be awful, I think it's hummus. I think it's hummus, too. Okay. I'm going to go hummus. Yeah. Final answer. Let's go with it. It's hummus. <gasps> yeah! Whoa! See, I feel like people use hummus in place of cream cheese a lot for stuff. Really? Yeah. Like if a bag if someone didn't want a bagel with cream cheese, they would put hummus on it and the pumpkin spice hummus would be the first thing they'd they go for. They should in the fall. be slapped across their faces if they're I, doing that. I agree with you. My All right. God. What's okay. the next one? This is the last one. <sighs> okay. Oh, these stakes are so high. They are so high. Pumpkin spice jello. Ew. Or pumpkin spiced wine. Oh, Lord. Can I ask red or white? Probably be orange, right? <laughs> well played. Justin might have a career in comedy one day. Yeah, but like super deadpan low energy comedy. Uh, exactly. It might be orange. Um. Okay, wait. You said wine or... Or... Jello. 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 Right. Um, I could really see it being either one of these. 
because I could see the jello. It's already orange. They already have the orange one, and they it's just like a cinnamony kind of nutmeggy thing. So I could see that working. I could see Jello doing this because they have that syndrome that Oreo has where they just need to constantly release new products to stay relevant. Oreos and Pop-Tarts? Yeah. yeah. And it's not like they're going to re-air their old commercials. I'm certainly not. <laughs> so I would say they would be the first people to come out with pumpkin spice, whereas wine industry is doing just fine on its own with regular flavored wine. For the kids at home that didn't get the Jello joke, all their commercials used to have Bill Cosby. <laughs> Move on. Grow up. Come on. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to go with Jello. All right. Just to be antagonistic i'm gonna go wine <laughs> it took you a while to figure that one out yeah like, i'm like what is like, the where word am i what going the here word? there's too many syllables now if you would have said pumpkin spice liqueur you would have been correct really but it is pumpkin spice jello damn it sorry oh. thank you so the reason i thought i was thinking for a while that it could have been wine because I, I think i might have said this on the show before my parents years ago found this chocolate wine that they loved and like most people hate it to be clear i thought it was amazing I have that stupid ass chocolate wine in my fridge right now. I love it. My stupid neighbor gave me that. She was like, "Here you go." I was like, "I don't now, want." Now, is it like the cream based or is it the it's the like wine based? Light, it looks like chocolate milk. I want it. Give it to me. I will give. I'll bring it in tomorrow. I Please take it, it from my fridge so because I, I don't I, have the heart to throw it away. I could see it being wine. I could see that. Allie, uh, as a runner up, you win Special K Pumpkin Spice Crunch. Yay! Ooh, box of it. That actually and, might be good. Uh, Jarrett, as the grand prize winner, you win a brand new pair of Uggs and a $50 certificate to Victoria's Secret Pink. Oh. <laughs> Basic white bitch Thank prizes. You so much. <laughs> uh, I feel so uh, cozy. When we come back, we've got news it or lose it. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, it is time for News It or Lose It. Allie, we're going to jump right in. You've got the bell. I've got the headlines. Let's, Let's do, do this. First one, how long does it typically take to get pregnant? Here's what doctors want you to know about fertility timelines and conceiving. Oh, Lord, this doesn't apply to me. Oh, I thought this would totally apply to you. <laughs> <laughs> How long it takes to conceive? Yeah, I mean, like, I know you're not, you know, doing it the traditional way, but... I don't know. Maybe I will result to it. You can um, lose it if you want. I'm going to lose it. Right. Wait, we're short on time today. What to do if you love your friends, but hate their social media presence? Oh, yes. I would love to news that. All right. Miniature horses allowed to fly as service animals. Oh, oh I wasn't done. Okay. Yeah. Miniature horse. You had me at miniature horses. You don't even All need right. to finish. Okay. Um, Weight Watchers has just released a lot. A- Weight Watchers just released a weight loss app for kids. What could go <gasps> wrong? What? I know. Ah. Uh... It's okay to say yes. I'm gonna. Um, I mean, yeah, but then I'm gonna have to lose the. I have to lose the final one. Maybe we'll see. <sighs> this gonna, is very plead the. I'm gonna. Lo- I'm gonna lose it. Okay, and then the the uh, word genius dot uh, com word of the day instead of dictionary dot com. Oh, I lost that story of our word of the day. Uh, hey, you did, this, you did it to yourself, woman. <sighs> I will tell you, oddly, Word Genius started sending me Word of the Day. It's like they listen to the show or something, because well, I definitely geniuses. didn't sign up. Well, there's that. Uh, the Word of the Day is BOFFO, B-O-F-F-O. That's like a new kind of significant other. I'm going to say that's something we're going to have to talk to Jen Mann about, too. 
Dr. Jen. Okay. I'll news it. News that. All right. Bafo is the word of the day. <laughs> Miniature horses allowed to fly as service animals, according to the Department of Transportation. And what to do if you love your friends but hate their social media presence? That's coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. And that was On My Bush by who? <laughs> Basement Jack. Basement Jacks? You gotta love it when the basement's on your bush. <laughs> Especially Basement Jacks. Oh. This is Drop the Subject with Allie and Jarrett. And Jarrett, it is your turn to deliver the news to me in News It or Lose It. News It or Lose It on my bush. <laughs> oh my it's Drop called the Oh My Gosh. Subject presents She's saying On My Bush. News It or Lose It. <laughs> So full disclosure, I was like trying to read something in this article while you were talking about that. So I was clear that Justin had said the song was called On My Bush. <laughs> so then when he just said it right now, I was like, you weren't listening to him at all. <laughs> like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't listening to him at all. Uh, okay. So, uh, uh, you know, sometimes as as it is with News or Lose It, we get a headline and we like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you read it and you're like, this is done. Yeah. Because um, sometimes the headline is so good. Yeah. But, but then know. the person who's like, I'm going to pitch this story about how, like, what happens when you have a friend who you're really close with, who, but who sucks on social media. And then they're like, great, go, write it, do it, have it on my desk by three o'clock. And then they're like, oh, there's nothing here. Well, th- so I will tell you, this has this happens to me literally every time I write anything. Usually the writer does not have any say over what the headline is. Oh. I'm always surprised when I see my headline. So, like, I just published three things in Variety. I have no say in what the headlines are. Um, the editors usually write the headlines. And so it's like, uh, you know. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the story about um, what to do if you love your friend but hate their social media, <clears throat> it is a good tip. But I just thought there were going to be better tips or more tips. But the main tip that they have in there is to mute your friend on social media. <laughs> yeah, but then they'll be like, did you see this? And you're like, Mm. That gives you a moment to Did go. Did you like, see my seventeenth baby pick today? Exactly. And you're uh, like, oh, no, I saw the sixteenth though, and I was tired of it then. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so yes, mute your friends on social media. I've muted plenty of people. Plenty of your actual friends? Yeah, yeah. I don't do it as much now. I'll just like, but yeah, sometimes I'll. Mute I people. mute social media. That is a good call. I will turn off the notifications. <laughs> I just don't even I scroll it very much. I haven't had Instagram notifications in the longest time. We've got to move on, though. Okay. Um, according to the Department of Transportation, miniature horses are still <laughs> allowed to fly as... Oh, still? Yeah. It says the U.S. Department of Transportation has announced that miniature horses are officially allowed to fly as service animals in all cabins of commercial planes as part of a new set of guidelines, um, strengthening protections for emotional support and psychiatric service cats, dogs, and tiny equines. Tiny equines? I just think that sounds crazy. I mean, I just... I didn't realize that when I book a flight now, I will be on board with a menagerie of tiny My Little Pony type animals. Let me tell you, if I get on a plane and there's a miniature horse sitting next to me for six hours, I'm so happy. I'm going to stand up and tell them they have got me absolutely effed up if they think I'm going to do that <laughs> for six hours. I'm in 34C. Hey, wait. They're taking my seat. Like, no. I'm not sitting next to, next to freaking Mr. Ed. From Old Town Road for six hours. I, I'm not doing yeah, it. I, I completely disagree. I think having a horse on my flight would make it much more exciting. Until I just don't know how it would fit. Until it starts dropping its junk next to you. 
Um, okay. Anyone who needs extra time boarding? Yeah. Come on, you go ahead. Come on in. Clop, 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 right, the, clop. The wordgenius.com word of the day is boffo, B-O-F-F-O. It's an adjective. Okay. Any guesses? You said you think it's the new word for significant other? Um, That guy did not do his hair properly. It was a real boffo hairstyle. You're so close to being completely wrong. Oh, okay. Um, it, it means wildly successful or popular. Also outstanding. An example, the actress delivered such a boffo performance <laughs> that she won an Academy Award. Ah, oh, that is so boffo. Right? Stop trying to make boffo a thing, Stop Jared. Stop trying to make boffo happen. <laughs> Coming up next, Dr. Jen Mann is going to be here talking about her new article in InStyle Magazine, talking about how to turn your summer fling into a long-term thing. That's next on the new Channel Q. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. We have Gay Gay Cray Cray on deck and our happy endings. But right now, it's a very exciting time on the show because it's the time where we get to chat with licensed psychotherapist Dr. Jen Mann. And we are discussing how to turn your relationship fling into a long-term relationship. Dr. Jen, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Great. I'm so glad that you're licensed and not unlicensed because it would make it so much less interesting. <laughs> you know, I worked really hard for that license, so I am too. Yeah, those you take know, a while, don't they? The master's, the PhD, 3,000 hours under supervision. It, it was, you know, it took a while, but here I am. My Lord. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have got a new article in InStyle. Yeah. The headline says, five signs your summer fling is going to last. And you got this, this note, and we're going to read it. It says, Dear Dr. Jen... I've been having what I thought was a summer fling, but as we get closer to the summer ending, I realize that I've totally caught feelings for him. I think he feels the same way about me. How do I know if this could be a real thing? Signed, Summer Lovin'. And, and, you know, look, this isn't just about the summer. I think that this, this comes up a lot, although summer, it's kind, it kind, tends to kind of be at its peak because we, sometimes we go on a vacation and we meet someone exciting and we think, oh, this is just a, a, a kind of hookup situation, but it turns out to be more. So there, there are a few things we want to look at, whether it's summer or winter or fall or anything else. Um, the first is you're making future plans. And understand, this only counts if it goes both ways. So if you're making plans and, <laughs> and the they're like, cool. not, right? Yes, doesn't count. Also, amorphous plans like, oh yeah, I'd love to take you to Paris sometime and show you the Eiffel Tower. Doesn't count. But if something involving booking a flight, making hotel reservations, or other people, oh, my parents are having you know a special dinner next month. I'd really love to have you. That's a good sign. I love that. Yeah. The second thing is you're being integrated into the other person's life. They're introducing you to their friends, their coworkers, their family. That's big stuff. That means that not only does this person enjoy your company, but actually they want you to be a part of their life. It's not just about what you do in the sheets, but about actually being part of that person's life and family and, and social world. I yeah, that's interesting because I've known people who have been in long term relationships that still have not even done these things. Yeah, which like, is always amazing to me because I've seen that too. Yeah, and you know, it's one thing when you have someone who is divorced with kids. I am pretty strict about this. I think it's really important. Kids are not exposed to a lot of boyfriends and girlfriends coming and going. I think it's very important to wait until you know a person is a long-term forever kind of partner before you introduce them to kids. But if we're talking about 
you know, you've been with someone for a year and you've never met their friends, you have a big problem. And, and by the way, if you have a problem that big, you should call me tonight on Loveline. It's my last night sitting in for Dr. Chris. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm ready to offer advice. But that, that would be a very serious sign. Okay. Uh, so the third thing you want to look at is you communicate well together. You know, that you're able to have the difficult conversations that, you know, typically what I see is in healthy relationships, believe it or not, we tend to push each other's buttons. So we tend to kind of find people that mirror some things from our childhood and our history. And so when they do something hurtful, once we get past that honeymoon period, it tends to trigger a lot of old wounds. So if you're able to actually communicate well and talk through things when you push each other's buttons, that's a great sign. That's a a sign of a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, I think that, I mean, my wife and I have been together almost 10 years, married for almost one, but we definitely know, we've had, I think when we knew we were really in a long, long long-term relationship, it was when the same fights came around over and over again. It was like, okay, these are like the three things that we fight about constantly. And you also probably know what each other's buttons are at this point. Oh, yes. After 10 years, and understand it's also a great opportunity to heal each other. So, Dr. Jen, you know what those buttons are. Dr. Jen, we're almost out of time, but I know that you have two more. And one of these is really interesting to me. Number four says you survived your first argument. And number five says sex has brought you closer together. I'm curious about number four, because I have friends who to this day I've still never had a fight with. And we've been friends for over a decade. Um, One I've been friends with since seventh grade. And we've never had a fight like we've never raised our voices. And I've had that with guys that I've dated. So talk about surviving your first fight. It's very unusual in a romantic relationship to never fight. I've met a few couples. They are the rarity. But typically, you know, okay, you can go decades without having a fight with a friend. But typically with a romantic partner, you eventually push each other's buttons. You have power struggles. And the way you're able to work through them, that is key. Mm. If you're screaming and yelling and name calling or pushing or things get physical, forget about it. This doesn't have a future. But if you're able to talk through it or even get support from someone, someone else to talk through it, that's a sign of someone who's invested in the relationship and who has the maturity for a healthy relationship. I love that. Yeah. Being able to fight well is always really sexy to me. Yeah. Like when we disagree totally. and like you can handle it well, it's really great. Okay. Dr. Jen is on Loveline tonight. Um, yep. 7 to 9 night. Pacific. And uh, you can follow her at Dr. Jen Man. Two yep. ends on each of those. And pick up her book, The Relationship Fix. I'm working my way through it, Dr. Jen. Very fascinating. Oh, I love it. So thrilled to hear that. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Jen. We'll be right back with Gay Gay Cray Cray. Allie's got a crazy story. And I have He's, to figure yeah. out what kind of people these are. These are people who did not fight, right? 90 dogs in their backyard. What the hell? We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject with Allie and Jarrett. We are quickly running out of show. It's been jam-packed today, and we almost ran out of time before we could get to Gay Gay Cray Cray. So let's do it before time runs out. This is Gay Gay Cray Cray. We'll give you details about a couple doing something in creation. <laughs> then. In God's creation? Because that would be strange. No, I think just regular creation. Oh, okay, okay. We're just going to stick with regular creation. And uh, the one that started 6,000 years ago, and that's it, right? 
No? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, and this has to do with a Florida couple. I will not reveal <laughs> okay. the genders. And... I'm going to vote straight. <laughs> Hold on. There's a lot of pertinent details here that I have to get to you. To, uh, give you. Florida couple arrested on animal cruelty charges after 90 dogs were discovered in their home. So, you know, you 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 adopt one, you adopt two, and then all of a sudden, you're before you know it, your open heart turns into a backyard full of dogs, and I you just, can't take care of all of them. It's a freaking petting zoo. Like. Yeah. So, 90 dogs have been rescued from a couple's house. They, uh, the, the animal rescue place says, I truly believe that the owners thought they were acting as a sanctuary. They thought that they were taking in dogs that no one else wanted. The first dozen dogs are already at the Freeport shelter. The rest are expected to be taken there on Saturday. They didn't even have a truck that was big enough to fit all of these dogs. Because why would they? <laughs> There's like, I mean, what is this, Oliver and Company? She said Jeez. that the dogs were extremely friendly. This is somebody from the shelter. She said the dogs were extremely friendly and happy to see the rescuers, which is not always the case with animals that are hoarded in poor conditions. So this clearly isn't like just two crazy people who are hoarding animals and treating them badly and just not taking care of them. They could tell that this couple, what they thought they were doing a good thing. They thought they were really just helping wayward dogs that didn't have homes. Unfortunately, opening their hearts meant that they were giving the dogs heartworm, which was the case for a lot of the dogs had health problems. A lot of them had heartworm, which is expensive to treat. All of them are large, nondescript dogs, according to the Alacqua founder, Lori Hood. I will not give you the names, but according to these details, what do you think? Gay, gay? Oh, great, great. We have no information on like what their jobs were. There's Cause, nothing cause about I'm their also, jobs. No. I'm also curious, like, how are they able to afford this? But I will give you uh, the tidbit that one of the people in the couple has previously been charged with animal cruelty in 2011 oh. in Georgia. Um, one of the dogs was microchipped. <laughs> one of the ninety. <laughs> one of the ninety. I don't know why, but I'm skewing. <sighs> I'm skewing toward gay men. Really? I don't know why. Because, I mean, you said Florida, and I was like, oh, they're straight. <laughs> um, shout out to our, our listeners in Miami. Hey, what up, what up Miami? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking this is gay, guys. It says, people who suspect a dog belonging to this couple may have been, oh, uh, so anyone who suspects, they're putting out a PSA. Anybody who suspects a dog belonging to them may have been at their home should contact the Alakwa Animal Refuge because there are some animals that went missing. And then if this couple found them, they oh, were like, yeah. let's take care of you, which has happened to my wife. She's found like a dog on the street and yeah. been like, let's take it. I'm like, this is someone's dog. I was going to say, yeah, we I'm can't pretty do sure that. about 85 of those dogs were probably someone else's. Yeah. And they're like, where is my home? Finders yeah. keepers. I, I mean, <laughs> finders puppers. All okay. right. So your guess is gay men? I I don't know why, but I think this is two gay guys. Just a hunch, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, this Florida couple was arrested on animal cruelty and their names are going to be revealed right after this break. <gasps> oh. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. 
drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Oh my goodness, what a show. Drop the subject with Allie and Jared has been jam-packed with all kinds of things. Talked to Dr. Jen Mann today. We did the pumpkin spices right. We won a $100 pasta pass. We'll give Whoa. us nine weeks of unlimited pasta. One might not be the best work. We did have to pay for it. Well, we did have to pay, yeah. We, we were able to get it. We were able to acquire yeah. a pasta pass, which will go to someone who needs it. Uh, and that's very exciting to to fill our hearts with love and joy and and to pass that on to someone else is, is exciting and Specifically wonderful. Specifically to a Latina trans woman here in the LA area that, that, is, that could use it, yeah. Yeah, that is a happy ending in and of itself. But before we get to our happy endings, I must reveal the answer to this week's Gay Gay Cray Cray. The story, Indeed. if you are just tuning in, is a Florida couple who was arrested after having 90 dogs in their backyard. Most of them were, I, uh, yeah, they were all in the backyard. I was going to say, I don't think that a lot of them were in the home. I think this was a situation where they were all outside and <laughs> corralled in an area. And uh, the animal cruelty specialist who came by to pick up these dogs says she truly believes that the owners really thought they were acting as an animal sanctuary. So, which makes me think very, very gay. Jarrett, your guess was gay men. Yeah, I don't know why, but I do feel like it's... I just see like two old gays. All right. Well, the names of this couple, whose last name is Godfrey, married to each other. The names are Marianne and Pharrell. They're straights? I think so. 60-year-old Marianne L. Godfrey and 55-year-old Pharrell D. Godfrey. Oh, so or you're, Farrell. So you're gendering the name Marianne like it has to be. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that this disproves that it's two men. I, yeah. I wouldn't go for it, for it there. But yeah. there's a question of whether or not Pharrell or Farrell. Farrell's a great name for a lesbian if that's a... <laughs> If that's an actual woman's name. I think that we're going to have to call this a cray-cray couple. I think they're cray-cray. I think I mean, so. Listen, everything about this couple is cray-cray. So, like, I mean, regardless of what their genders are, crazy. Their hearts were in the right place, but unfortunately it was not on the right side of the law. Jeez. All right. Happy endings. Here we go. sad news in this world and we talked about some bummer things on the show so this is an opportunity for us to take those things turn them right around and give those things a happy ending anyone want to go first um i i mean i think we just touched on the one that kind of resonated with me the most was the the pasta pasta the pasta pass because we've there was that tweet from Chrissy Teigen that listed all of these different places that were uh, companies that supported Donald Trump and you know that's ugly especially when it fits a place that people really like and and are going to hate to have to boycott but I think um, we here at Drop the Subject did a really great job of turning that story around and making it into something that benefited a trans Latina woman I agree that yeah. is a very happy ending it is uh, Ginger Justin do you have a happy Ginger ending? Ginger Justin I wrote do. something. Uh, sure, I didn't. <laughs> so judgy. Ginger Justin wrote no, something. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, he wrote something, so he's really feeling it. All right. Uh, sure, I didn't personally get the Olive Garden unlimited pasta pass, but there's a guy in our DMs who's offering me unlimited Italian sausage. Oh, that's Hold a nice. On. Oh, you mean like meat? <laughs> Because I, I thought so. it was—I thought it was an Italian man offering you a sausage, and he's only giving away twenty-four thousand of them, Yikes! That'll take a lot of time. My happy ending is that sure, there are annoying pumpkin spice things of the world, like pumpkin spice spams, but at least there are no pumpkin spice scams. I, but. <laughs> 
people aren't getting scammed out of fake pumpkin spice things uh, yet. Uh, <laughs> all right, you know what? The coughing is the too coffee. much. And somebody get that woman some NyQuil. All I right, just, she I just needs want help. Her to be better. I'm so nervous for her. What will the office lady upstairs' condition be like tomorrow? I will update everybody. Please send thoughts and prayers to whoever this oh, mystery no. woman is. We will see you tomorrow. We'll be on half the time, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. So check us out. If you missed anything today, jam-packed show. Promise you, you won't regret it. Download uh, the podcast on Drop the Subject wherever you find your podcast. And, of course, continue listening to uh, Let's Go There later today and Dr. Jen Mann on Loveline. It's the last night that she will be on Loveline, so you won't want to miss that. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. On the next. On the next. Drop the Subject. All right, so on our last show, we were able to get the Olive Garden Endless Pasta Pass, and we gave it to a Transatina woman in need that we love, and we were so excited. But did we get the upgraded Lifetime Pasta Pass? We'll find out on the next show. Then, is Weight Watchers putting babies on a weight loss app? I mean, what could go wrong? We should start shaming them early. I just got a membership for my baby at Equinox. I just bought mine a tiny soul cycle. Yeah, they might be supporting Trump, but they've got wicked thigh gap. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new channel. Thank you.